0: Officeworks used to have a brand called InSystem, so there you go. Maybe it's a I used to do a thing called Incest, so. Oh, <laughs> God. Are you Tazzy? Are you Tazzy? <laughs> Welcome to the Well-Played DLC Podcast, Australia's juiciest gaming podcast. I'm Zach Jackson, joined by Adam Ryan. Hello. Nathan Hennessy.
1: Hello again.
0: Jordan Garcia.
1: Hola.
0: And making his return, Mr. Kieran Verbrugge.
2: Hello, it's good to be back.
0: Great to have you back, mate. We've missed you. I know the listeners have missed you. They've all dropped off, so now that you're back, we'll...
3: Yep, we're yeah, we went of from them five back. to one. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> no, nah, it's good to have you back. Uh, yeah, the show is uh, always better when you're. You missed the milk me, review, grilling and... me on here. Oh, no. I think you missed two milk reviews. Actually. Oh, no. Oh, man. Oh, no. Devo, right? It's all right. <laughs> you
3: it's know what? Right. Zach, redo them right now.
4: Hmm.
0: I got nothing for you.
4: No, yeah. no, no, we don't need that.
0: <laughs> but how you been? Hey, how, uh, how was your uh, recent vacation from Well Played?
2: Uh, it's always, always love a bit of a bit of a vacay from the old teal. Um, <laughs> so no, it's... like,
0: please, please got to come back. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, no, it's um, I'm actually like I'm on I'm on vacation from real work at the moment as well. Um, so oh. it's been very chill. These past few weeks.
0: Nice. Very nice, very nice. Adam, how are you?
4: Yeah, good, good. It's a little less cold down here at the moment, which is nice. Yuck. I'm not completely freezing my ass off. So, yeah, not too bad. Pretty pretty chill week this week. Nice one. Nothing too Nathan? much to report. How are
1: you? Sir. Did, did he say Nathan? He did, yeah. Yes. Hello. Yeah. Yes, Zach. I am doing <laughs> fantastic. So well. Uh, it is now into financial year time. How do you feel about that? It's pretty exciting, no? Oh, mate. I'm f- I
0: love tax time,
1: right? Absolutely love, tax love time. it. Love it.
0: It's when I get beasted the most. It's uh, it's great.
1: Excellent. Let's see how we can fleece the tax man. Can you That's let me it. on some hot tips after the potty? I can tell you how to pay money to the pa- to the taxman <laughs> if you. <laughs> nah, if not you
4: interested. Sorry,
0: <laughs> he hasn't game the system yet. Shame. No, the system. Do game, game me A couple of years ago, yeah. Um. Anyway, Jordan, you how how uh, are you? Going? I'm
3: excellent, actually. I've had a really excellent. great
0: week. Oh, that's great. So, Anything uh, in yeah. particular?
3: Uh you know, just uh, trying new things, and all of them have worked out, thankfully. So, uh, i have even got some other things planned, like applying for a new job this week. Nice. Uh, so hopefully that comes through nicely. So yeah. Just, uh, Fingers just crossed. An all-around <laughs> well, good week.
0: Nice. Well, let us know next week. Uh,
3: hopefully, yeah.
0: If there's any updates. Well, five of us are all here. Great to have a little party tonight. So let's talk video games. Liking I thought we are just
3: okay. going to talk about how much we missed Kieran. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's what well, I signed we... up for. The
4: podcast would well, we to be too long.
3: It already is too long as it is, so (laughs) that's no 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 different.
4: (laughs) No,
0: good to have you back, and you can kick us off. KV, what have you been playing over the past?
4: This is gonna be a long segment. (laughs) What have you been passing the past few months? No, I'm gonna pretend I was here
2: last week. Oh, okay. Let's. Well, I mean, it hasn't really changed in the last couple weeks, anyway. Um, I've been playing. One thing I can't talk about yet. Um Us. I've been playing a fair amount of Fall Guys since I've, I've the free to play version of that came out. I'm actually thoroughly enjoying the, the new battle pass. Um jumping in with like a few mates and, and also going solo and just completing my daily challenges and stuff. So I'm actually like I'm really enjoying the, the new format and it the player base has been pretty good. So um yeah, getting a kick out of that. And I've also been playing a whole bunch of Assassin's Creed Valhalla because uh, as you know, I switched my pledge over Neo the world ends with you over for that game.
0: Nice and how are you finding it?
2: I'm really liking it. It's um it's bloated as hell, but oh, I yeah. I just like uh, the world and the writing and the you know, I guess the visuals and stuff are just just engrossing enough that I'm kind of forgiving that at the moment. We'll see what happens in another 50 hours, but um, <laughs> I pledge to finish it so. Either way, yeah, no backing well, out now. We no. know how that's gone over the past couple of years, so <laughs> mate, I'm like halfway done, and that's my last game. So, is it really? Yeah, but you haven't done any punishments, though. I haven't done my punishments, but saving the best for last. <laughs> eh?
0: <laughs> I am <laughs> just, just hearing Gene punishments
3: Rain. reminds me that Adam needs to play Eternity the Last Unicorn. Jeez. So,
0: what's okay? So, how so what did the remind me again? We got Agony, and what was the other
2: one? Gene Rain.
0: That's right. <laughs> 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 fucking Gene, man. I'm going to do that last. <laughs> oh, see, I finished Agony. I could not finish Gene, right? that game is fucking bomb. Anyway. <laughs> so
4: much to look forward to. Bl- okay, Bless then. you. Bless you. Mm-hmm. Your punishments.
0: What's everyone else been playing? Adam, what have you uh, been up to?
4: Not heaps this week. Mainly just something for review that we'll talk about in a moment, but I did finish the quarry and oh, yeah. had an absolute banger of a time with that and managed to get through with all of my camp counselors intact. Nice. Not all of the characters. There were plenty of non playable characters that met a very grisly end. Um but yeah, all of the, the counselors made it to the credits and I was uh yeah, I was pretty pleased with that. Zach was not so pleased. He was his bloodlust was not satiated and he thought i should have killed a few more off but i I,
0: I don't think that i made the other week i think this is a very good point to live by well maybe maybe not to live by but no 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 no, to live by i'm gonna cut the the amendment there um i feel like you know it's a teen horror game people should be dying
4: like there was plenty of there was plenty of death let's not let's not yeah, yeah,
2: but teens are got to die, mate. Like, more, more teens are got to die. Zach Jackson, <laughs> 2022.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it smells like teen spirit.
2: <laughs> Zoom into the grave. Anyway. Um, but um,
0: uh, when I did talk about, like, in my review, there were some pretty gruesome moments in that game. And I know that we've spoken oh, about yes. one of them. Um what do you think of yeah like that sort of stuff that was that was in it like like some of the decisions that you had to make were very like tense and you're like what the fuck do i do like
4: i think my favorite moment of the game was a decision that i didn't know i was making until it was too late and it had a very bloody and very visceral kind of thing that happened just just after i had not made the decision it's kind of hard to to say without spoiling i, I, but I think
3: i know what you're talking about yeah
4: yeah there's a a, a button prompt that you, yep. you can either press or you can not press and i decided to not press it and it yeah it it caused a a fairly violent end to come to someone all all uh yeah it was it was, it was rough I, I died. but yeah it's um it's really cool i like that the all of the deaths and, and whatnot are super, super violent and mm. come out of... A lot of them come out of nowhere because I think that catches you off guard in a really fun way. So, yeah, I, I really dig. I really dig the mm. game. I had a great time with it.
0: If I said to you the cage puzzle, yep. would you know what I'm talking about?
4: I would know what you're talking about, yes.
0: So you obviously got it first time? Yep. So that's I'm guessing one you that didn't fuck- then. Well, that's why I fucked up. Ooh, but, ooh, and ooh. then I used it, and I used the death rewind... Oh, yeah, what to cop out, <laughs> um, because I knew the answer, but the num the eh, the solution to it I misread. Yes, so no, I knew, I, I knew that's fair enough, easy so enough. I knew what done. I was doing, but I got the things mixed around. Yeah, yep. um, But and then there's a um, there's a sequence later in the in the game, which you probably know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. When, well, you'll know like when that character. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, good times, nice. good times. Nathan, what, what have you been
1: playing? Look, Zach, I haven't been playing too much in the way of Video Kojima's. A uh, little bit more of my bedtime Bravely <laughs> Default too, which is, I, I think, starting to... <laughs> wrap up or nah, at least month.
4: No, no 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 no. No no. We need to stop there for a second. That was that was absolute <laughs> class and I need to just I need, need everyone <laughs> to know how much I appreciate it. You, you should be proud, right? Fucking fantastic.
1: But <laughs> oh, anyway, down here from here, guys. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Rivers and the podcast David. here. I like peaking early. Yeah. Uh, good. Was, uh, good. <laughs> So, yeah, a little bit of Bravely Default 2, which I'm slowly tiring of now. It's just It just forms a bit of an old-school JRPG loop. There's not too much interesting to see and do where I am 40-odd hours in. Uh, played a couple of board games with friends over the weekend, so I think that's been my only other avenue outside of what I'm currently riding on. Um, played a little party game called Codenames, which I think is pretty popular. I've never played it before, so it was really cool. Um, I think there was eight of us playing around that so just a, a word game with friends that's been it so hopefully uh I'm, I'm saving myself for a hot and heavy july i think i think things are starting cool. to get a bit steamy nice nice jordan whatever what do uh, what you mean uh
3: you know not much not not much outside of reviews really because uh the one review game i have for this week is pretty uh pretty intensive in terms of hours uh, that needed uh mm-hmm. to be you know played to, to complete it all I did play some more Rocket League without Adam.
4: Um, (laughs) You're better off, in fairness. As far as wins (laughs) and losses, I I don't know, mate. I
3: played some. I played some last night, and I was fucking shocking. (laughs) I was terrible. You have those nights.
4: I have only those nights, but (laughs) you do.
3: But uh, yeah, it's uh, outside of that. Yeah, not not much else really.
0: Nice. Well, I got a little bit to talk about. Give it to us. just a little bit. So I played more Grand Theft Auto Five. I'm now up to Trevor. I've played. I've been playing with Trevor for a bit. He Excellent. is a loose fucking unit. <laughs> <laughs> um, he is a wild. Yeah, he's,
3: he's written after you.
0: I, you know, I did get that. I, I believe I it. got that impression. It was the milk reviews that he did <laughs> in the game. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> which gave it away. It's um, crazy that
3: his his whole arc is just about finding different milk flavors. He
0: um. He's a bit like John Wick, you know. He 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 kills someone with a milk carton, like. Um, <laughs> but no, uh, it's fun. It's it's fun. Still, you know, I don't think it's anything amazing. Maybe that's because of the age, but it's fun, um, and I'm enjoying it. Uh, I also started Resident Evil Two again, the new one. So I'm going to play that through that again with. Anna, because I don't think she's seen the whole thing. So we've started playing guessing that again. I'm trying
3: just, it with the, uh, the new updates that came out?
0: Yeah, so I was going to say. Yeah, so there's also that. That was like my excuse on, on playing it. Uh, yeah, good. Yeah, so good. pretty good so far. Like The haptics are okay. Um, it was more the audio that I was keen to try. So I actually uh, need to get a move on with this SteelSeries headset review. I've used it for a lot for music and computer shit, but... For actual PS5 gaming, I've not really done like a lot of, so I was like, all right, I'll I'll play through a bunch of games uh, on Friday, Saturday night, whatever night it was, uh, and that was that was one of them, because uh, apparently because the the Steel Series says that it supports the PS5 Tempest 3D audio, so I really wanted to, and I've never really heard it before, right? But I, was, I wanted to get a feel for what that was. I didn't really hear much different. Like, has anyone? karen have you used anything that's got that supports that you've used returnal. the PS. um well, yes yeah, so that's the game i was told i should check out which I, so i've downloaded it but i haven't I haven't booted it up yet
3: yeah so, i, I mean, don't hate returnal
2: i don't use <laughs> i They're don't use fucked. my headset too much but it does work with tempest 3d um but do you notice like a massive difference so i felt like it was just surround I mean, sound yeah, I don't like think I've, I, I don't think I've used my head like I don't think I play I've played enough with headphones in general to notice a difference if there is one. Definitely yeah. like when you're calibrating it or when you're like listening out for it, you can tell where things are kind of like going higher but or is, lower. But I also but have Dolby Atmos is, in my speakers, so I like that's what I'm used to.
0: Yeah, but is that like all it? Uh, I've not really looked into too much as to what it actually is. So what do you what are you supposed to hear in Sounds. the audio? It's different to like surround sound, for example. or well, like the uh, depth.
2: Uh, yeah, it's it's depth and height. Because height's right, not yeah, something you would experience. Because I know that you can you would calibrate the experience. different
0: levels of of the sounds. So well, I played around with a few of those. Um, but again, I was like, I mean, like it sounds really good. Like what I was hearing sounded really good. And like RE2 is like a real atmospheric game. So mm. there were some moments in that that were that were quite cool. I mean, it was still pretty early doors that I that I played. But even just the opening was was quite neat. But I was like, this just sounds like surround sound, I think. Like I can hear things over here that, and then I turn around and I can hear it over here. So I don't, I don't know exactly what I'm meant to be listening out for and I guess I was expecting to have my little ears blown, blown off my head. So.
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd still defer back to Returnal then because I think yeah. that's going to be, sure. be the soundscape that really yeah. demonstrates what it is you're looking for. Okay, And it's hard to describe, but you'll know it pretty quickly.
0: I did want to play that the other night, but... I must have deleted Adam's copy of it, uh, so I had to re-download from uh, PS Plus.
2: Done. Let's <laughs> let's climb the tower of Sisyphus together. let oh, I haven't
0: that's, done that yet. That yep, let's get Sisyphus so together. Um, let's do it. So yeah, so that's on my list. I also checked out RE Village for a little bit with because um, that because that that um, did say that it supported it. Again, sounded great. Don't really know if I, well, what I heard was Tempest audio. Like, it, it's meant to work, but I couldn't tell you. Oh, yeah, that's the, that footstep was the Tempest. So, uh.
2: <laughs>
3: so, like, every time there's a Tempest sound effect, do you want them to whisper Tempest in your ear? Yes. <laughs> okay, fair enough. It's <laughs> like a little, like a little
2: icon on screen that's like Tempest audio is happening now. Tempest. Oh. Um.
0: And I tried. Uh, and then I thought, all right, I'll give some other games a, a crack just to get you know some different sounds and stuff. I tried Battlefield twenty forty two, couldn't even get a game.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so the real
0: yeah. I was like, oh, the real game, game is trying to get a game on a game with guns, just to, you know get the oomph and the and the bang.
2: <laughs> I like how Returnal has everything you've been looking for, and it's the one you've I know. I was
0: it was downloading that. it took forever <laughs> to fucking download.
1: It is a hefty. Uh, little
0: so download. I had to play what I had on my thing, and apparently I still had Battlefield. Uh, I played GT Seven for a bit. Did a did a, a race on that. sounded good. Then I yep. did a race on Hot Wheels again. sounded good. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much me. What I've been playing.
4: Little taster plate. I like it.
0: Yeah, basically. Um, so yeah, but oh no, no, or I, no I lying. I played what? A board of video. I games. played <laughs> something else before I decided to do that. Oh yeah. No, sorry. The night before. So sorry. The night before. The night before. And then I was like. The night, I was like, fuck, I played this game the night before. I don't want to put, put myself through it again. This game fucking blows. The Order? Elix. Elix. Oh. For my fucking punishment.
4: <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I really thought just on your own volition, you were playing Elix. I was like, okay, well, that's a weird decision.
0: I have to play it. And it yep, sucks. That's also, my I also could call. not remember what the fuck I was meant to be doing. I, all, all I had to have is a fucking iron pipe. I went out into the world, got <laughs> absolutely fucking roasted by everybody. Um, so now I've just looted a whole bunch of shit and sold a whole, a whole bunch of stuff and I've got some weapons so I'm going to have to go back to it but um, yeah it's great fun you're
3: welcome if you want to
0: play a terrible game
3: alright right, I'm going to play an even worse game play Elex 2
0: uh, can it be worse than that? that twice as bad mad, man. <laughs> uh, reviews I know that Adam's got one Jordan, do, you got yes. one. I have one. And yep. Nathan, you don't have one, do you? Now, because we talked about yours last week. Cool. Adam, you want to kick us off with what you have reviewed?
4: Yeah, why not? I've been playing Outriders World Slayer, so the the major expansion for Outriders, which has come out almost exactly a year to the date of uh, when Outriders first released last year. Um, and it brings with it a new campaign, uh, a few new systems, and an overhauled endgame. Uh, so as far as the story is concerned, for those who care about the story of Outriders, it's kind of a continuation of the, the, the B-grade movie-style sci-fi story, but it's somehow a little less interesting. I found the, the story in the original Outriders to be a little bit of fun that kind of just pushes you through from one encounter to the other this is completely forgettable you've got a new villain confusingly named um Irish Kigal who looks really cool and she's the the leader of the the main insurgency group from the first game uh, from the original game but you barely see her you fight her at the end and that's that's pretty much your interaction so the story's not what you come here for you come here more for for the Classic gameplay Eresh Kigal. um moving swiftly on from that but yeah the the (laughs) gameplay still holds up exceptionally well it's still a lot of fun because the mainly the classes and the abilities that come with them are really great as far as like a a power fantasy is concerned when the difficulty is working correctly um and the new uh, the new progression systems that they've added in kind of just further deepen that as well so you've got a new class tree called the pax class tree uh, and the Path of Ascension, which is uh, like a, a point system that you can put points into and you get small buffs. So like uh, damage mitigation from elites or upping damage for anomaly weapons and, and things like that. So it gives you two new ways to alter your playstyle and make yourself more powerful. And that goes hand in hand with the new weapon class, which is the Apocalypse tier which unlocks a third mod slot for your weapon. So in the base game, you, uh, you break down weapons and then you can use whatever mods were on that weapon on any other piece of gear that you have at your disposal. Uh, so it opens up customization quite a bit, which is really good. All of the customization options that the, the new expansion offers are pretty excellent and it just continues to make the, the combat a lot of fun. Unfortunately, Fortunately, in talking in combat, some of the encounters are a bit rough. Um, Both bosses and elite enemies use a shitload of AOE attacks and a lot of the... Oh, the Executioner can get in the bin. And Age of
0: Empires? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. AOE?
4: I've, I've had a, a really quick pivot to Age of Empires. <laughs> um, but no, they, they confuse difficulty with just throwing a whole bunch of high level enemies at you that just have a bunch of aoe attacks and you end up getting spammed with attacks and stun blocked into oblivion and and you die really quickly and it just feels cheap so instead of feeling difficult it just feels cheap so
3: so the Um, last time we played out and we did that encounter that was just
4: full of those
3: beasts that would just knock us around with no telegraphing
4: yeah is there anything worse
3: than that or is that, is that no, the that
4: that was the height of it, but it that was an absolute mess. And luckily, yeah. you have the world tier system, and you can drop the difficulty down, but you really shouldn't have to. It just felt awful. Um, and the new the new end game called Taya Gritar is good. It allows you to kind of focus what gear you want. So in that regard, like the loot grind is really really great. I love that system because you don't you can focus on what you want rather than just getting a, a random drop um but it's not different enough in each run to to feel like something that you're going to stick around for it all of the runs feel pretty similar and the account encounters don't change a great deal um so it's not you're not in it for a long time but you're in it for a short good time i suppose but yeah overall if you if you enjoyed the base game it's worth coming back for but there's still plenty of the bad that comes with more of the good i suppose
0: Three, Hello, Zach Jackson.
4: Yes,
3: three
0: questions. I think. I think that three questions.
3: Four, that was four fingers, mate.
4: mate I'll allow it. It's, what do you got for me?
0: I was trying to think of a comeback for Jordan, but I couldn't. Uh, so the first question is: You three played. So you, Nathan, and Jordan played together. Yep. Uh, yep. In terms of a three-piece package, like game, um, how? Is like is the multiplayer fun or, or is
4: this something that you could play by yourself if you didn't have friends? You can play by yourself. I played the original mainly by myself and still had a good time, but the, the way the abilities work, it's definitely enhanced playing with other people. Nathan, I know you've jumped into it solo a little bit. Would mm. you agree with that?
1: Yeah, this is the same thing with pretty much any of the other sort of three to four player live service games. You're just compounding the fun if you've got like minded people along for the ride. But as Adam said, because the powers sort of intersect with one another and you've got these very unique classes, having them all complement one another is an experience unique to the multiplayer, making it worth yeah. striving towards if you can. It's it's a far better experience than the solo. The solo who just kind of feels like Gears of War with a couple of superpowers and and that's it. Yeah. And you can play that elsewhere.
0: Second question, uh Game Pass. I know the original launched on Game Pass is the is the DLC?
2: On, or, does that come to Game Pass? I don't think so. I don't think they do DLC with Game Pass. Yeah, no. right.
3: Okay. I, I think okay. they do DLC for their first party. Yeah. How much
2: is
0: how How much is it out of interest?
4: I think it is. It's fairly expensive. I think it's, it's about like sixty bucks. bucks. Yeah, I I think sixty dollars. Yep. Yeah.
0: Gee whiz. Is is that a lot? I don't know. I mean, yes, my reaction is. made it sound like a lot.
1: Uh, 60 Steam's currently doing it for fifty with their current sale. 50 AU, so
0: that's... Is there 60, okay. $60 worth of content there?
1: That'll depend
4: completely on how much you enjoyed the first game. If you really vibed with the combat of the first game... Well, mate, yes. you gave 8.5, so you tell me. Ah, oh, We <laughs> almost <laughs> okay. got through the okay. whole okay. thing to, without... To I, was
3: showed,
0: I wasn't going to mention it, but you just... To, no, you shouldn't. Should,
3: he, he addressed that in the first line of his review. First
4: fucking line of my review, just because of you, all of you, mainly. Um, but yeah, it'll... Uh, i don't yeah, know we if we if you didn't love. play the first game you can buy the first game and world slayer together for like i think like 80 bucks um that's definitely what you should do if you're coming into it um but yeah if you kind of if you played oh. outriders enjoyed it enough probably not wait for it to go on sale if you've played it on game pass it's a really tough sell to then spend 60 dollars on this so yeah it Yes and no. I don't know. It'll that's be fucking,
0: that's very expensive. The third question I can't remember now, so we'll we'll move on. Um,
4: but yeah, I gave this a seven in the end, which I think is probably closer I to what the original game bucks. probably that should is. Have
0: been. That's right, mate. We'll, we've all been there. Well, <laughs> I gave the order eight, so I, I gave Quantum Break a nine point five. So get around me, I was like, yo. Oh get around man. the high scores.
1: <laughs> Sorry, we were talking about your Far Cry Five the other week, mate. Oh yeah, yeah that, no, that was um, that that, that it, that's up there. That's with a not dirty, a nine. <laughs>
0: that's all right. I'm still, you know, that yacht that Ubi gave me. That's still in the um in the, world, in, in the Paris <laughs> port. That I <laughs> um, no, that fucking yeah, that was yeah. Like I said, we've all been there. <laughs> some more than others, mate. Um, you know that well, meme mate. like f- first time with old mate. That's uh, a <laughs> James Frank. <laughs> old mate, that's um, a all right. Um, Jordan, what are you, you. You've been playing a big game. Some would say it's a monster sized game. Um, what a segue. Tell us about
3: it. Uh, yes, yeah, so I've been playing uh, the DLC for Monster Hunter Rise, Sunbreak. Uh, I probably dumped about 80 hours in the past two weeks into it.
0: Uh, Can I pause you? Sorry, just for one quick second. Yep. I uh, just remember the third question. Adam, how did the, uh, how did the old rig. Handle outriders because I know like ad- made the original on PlayStation, yeah.
4: Yep, the old rig held it like an absolute dream. Love that. It sounded Love like that, it was yeah. going to take off, but it's it sounds like that. It, it, was it also helped the... that
3: I I was there to, to help Adam with <laughs> oh, yeah. the to make it run a bit better.
0: <laughs> yeah, nice.
1: And I'll I'll quickly throw in on this. So I've got a rig that's probably a few notches above Adam's in terms of performance. I struggle. We talking knowing. PCs or? also <laughs> yes um, <laughs> yeah you had way I, more issues than i did i had a tremendous amount of performance hiccups that were related to different kind of gpu optimizations and stuff so there's it's one of those games where you can have like little settings that tick on and off that make all mm. the difference in the world but basically i was running everything at around medium because i was just having optimization issues out the ass even though i should have been able to run it at max so uh, yeah, it, it's a bit of a roll of the dice. It's not hundred percent reliable on PC, perhaps. Uh, I mean, for me, it looks good it released, when it runs uh, well.
3: I was running everything cranked at fourteen forty p. No problem.
1: Yeah, and yet I I was doing this trying to do the same, and I should have been able to, but it wouldn't.
0: Cool. All right, Jordan. Sorry, back to Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak.
1: Yeah, back
3: to Sunbreak. So, uh, you know, this will be the for people that are familiar with Monster Hunter, this is effectively like the the ultimate release of the game, which adds what's now known as Mastery Rank, but previously known as G Rank. Uh, so that's like the the top tier for the single play Monster Hunter games. Uh, it increases or expands the movesets of every monster that was previously in the game, adds a bunch of new monsters, uh, has its own story to go with it, as well as some new gameplay features. So the switch skills that were in Monster Hunter Rise have been expanded, so you have more of them and you have more uh, Flexibility because you can actually change certain switch skills that weren't available to be changed in the base game.
0: What's a switch skill? I'm sorry, just give uh, me a quick... Uh,
3: switch skill is... Yeah. I, I guess it'd be like a little trick you can do uh, within the hunts that uses the the wire bug, which is the little gimmick of Monster Hunter Rise, which is basically like a grapple that attaches okay. to anywhere. Um, So, yeah. Uh, the the DLC is set in the land of uh, Elgato, not not to be confused with Elgato, the people that make the capture cards and stuff. Um, this is a you know a kingdom that's set away from Kimura, which is where the base game is, uh, and you kind of just like investigate why a bunch of new monsters are either behaving erratically or leaving their natural habitats and still being aggressive in those other environments. Uh, in terms of writing, it's you know. Nothing exceptional, but good enough. Uh, Monster Hunter is not especially known for great writing. So the fact that there's like a a decent effort is is just nice to see. Um, And I think my only real problem is the game holds its cards very close to its chest. Uh, You will spend a lot of time versing old monsters in old areas. And that's because the game doesn't really want to introduce you to the new stuff. Until towards the second half of the game where you start seeing a lot more of it And it's a shame because a lot of the new stuff is really fun uh, The the new uh, elder dragon that's the mascot of the expansion Malzino Probably one of my most favorite elder dragons to fight. His music is awesome. His moveset's great um, When I fought him I was thinking Bloodborne because the dude just freaking teleports and I'm like that's not fair um, But outside of that yeah, it's just a, it's a really solid expansion, but it. It can definitely drag on in its early stages. Uh, well What I was surprised to see was that the end game is a little more focused than in the original game so you're not really doing the the rampage quests anymore because they're a bit drab. Uh, so you're doing uh, anomaly quests which for people that are listening that have played uh, Monster Hunter Generations it's basically the hyper mechanic where there'll be points highlighted on a monster that you attack to deal more damage uh, and it, uh, if you get hit by the monsters when they're in this state it really freaking hurts. Like even early game monsters can two shot you. Like they're that strong. It's crazy. Um, but because of this, every weapon tree goes to the max rarity, which is something that Monster Hunter hasn't had before. So it's really cool to see what they'll uh what, what the community will do with with that in terms of like build uh, optimization and stuff like that. Uh but yeah, so overall, even though it spends a little too long making you do old stuff, Sunbreak is just a, a still a really good time. It's Monster Hunter.
0: So Rise was originally a Nintendo console or hardware it was, game. It was a Switch
3: exclusive for a year. Uh and then January this year it released on the PC. And Sunbreak has released on both is releasing on both uh pc and switch at the same time which is our our first for monster hunter
0: i probably asked this before but visually is it up there like with monster hunter world because
3: it's Um, designed for
0: other hardware
3: i i would say if you're talking about raw graphic full fidelity world is better but rise understands what makes monster hunter monster hunter a bit better in terms of art and like its themes and stuff so, I'll choose Rise over World any day of the week. And honestly, on PC, Rise still looks really freaking good. I, they, I was very surprised to see how much they pushed it.
0: Is it, this, is it the same team or different teams?
3: Uh, different teams. So, Rise, okay. because it's a more gimmicky game, it's made by what's referred to as the portable team. Okay. And then, World is made by the core team. All right.
0: What'd you, uh, what'd you score in your review? Uh,
3: I scored it 7.5. A good expansion, you just. It spends too long making you do old stuff. So for a while, it doesn't feel like an expansion. Okay. Cool.
0: Nice one. All right, let's get into Jorts. I don't know why I didn't, didn't like that. Uh, do, do you want a drum roll for that? or? Please do. Please do. <laughs> uh, Kieran, what are you came for Oof. in July? I know there's a lot of things making your Udi. <laughs>
1: Swampy. Yeah, I was going to... <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Swampy in the Udi. It's, <laughs> it's like a tropical is... climate in between these <laughs> lakes. He's, yeah. got, he's got
3: swamp house.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I don't want that as an oak flavor, I can tell you that much. <laughs> there, <laughs> is, <laughs> there is... Um, yeah, there's quite a bit in July, surprisingly. Um, starting with the obvious... It ain't dry uh, July, mate. It is not dry July in my udi. Um, The uh, The obvious would be stray... <laughs> Uh, which comes out on the nineteenth. Um, you gonna play that with Bernie? I'm gonna play that with Bernie, and he's gonna point out all the flaws in this cat's decision-making um, ability. Can Bernie uh, do a review for us, please? Can, I? All right. Well, let's let's do that. Um,
1: <laughs> you can train that cat to do some pretty cool shit.
2: Yeah, he's like, he knows his shit. He's good. Um, yeah. He can probably write better than half of us. Oh, there he is. He um, heard us talking yeah. about it. <laughs> <laughs> I like how the like video broadcast is like fading him in and out of being like yeah. blurred. Anyway, um Xenoblade Chronicles 3, obviously another big one in July that uh, I'm very excited about. And uh, yeah. and live a live HD two D remake. Also mm-hmm. just like JRPG Central lately. Um, mm-hmm. but then there's also just like a bunch of indie shit. Um, like Time on Frog Island. Um, as Dusk Falls, I guess, is the adjacent. Um, Wayward Strand, which I'm sure you're very excited about, Zach. Um, Power Wash Simulators coming to Xbox, which is cool. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck <laughs> is that? Uh, it's, and then also, it's
3: exactly what he says it is.
2: <laughs> also, Digimon Survive looks dope as hell. Um, another, yeah, another jam. There's just this. I'm not going to have enough time in July for all this, but yeah you leave Good in month. July, mate. Yeah, I just I just won't go back to work. Fair. <laughs> do it.
1: Done.
0: Well, all right, Nathan. What are you? Uh, what do you got going
1: on in July? What's making your uh, woody swampy? I feel, I feel like it's almost just the same list as, as KV's, but yeah, I think I think what will be my secret. What is I'm hoping is going to be my secret favorite. <laughs> what was that? Is there an
0: echo in here?
1: <laughs> I, I think my secret favorite for July is actually going to come in right at the end of July and oddly enough on the same day as Xenoblade Chronicles 3 on the 29th I think it's it's the same date right the Xenoblade 3 yep. will be launching the same day as Digimon Survive yep. and I love Xenoblade Chronicles 1 one of my favorite games I hate Xenoblade Chronicles 2 one of my least favorite RPGs <laughs> so I'm a bit mixed on the third I don't know I think I'm going to sit with Digimon Survive. It's got some visual novel elements and some turn-based JRPG stuff happening, so that's all I need. But alongside that, I'm also kind of dabbled. I'm kind of keen to give Live Alive a crack as well because I'm very excited by Square Enix's upcoming 2.5 HD remakes, and I'll be happy to see as many of them come as they can deliver. But my last two that I'm most hanging out for this month, I'm starting to get a little bit of the uh, the race fever, so maybe some uh, Forza Horizon Five Hot Wheels. I missed out on the Hot Wheels DLC last time around with three, but I'll give this one a whip, I think. And then lastly, just there is a little bit of curiosity that wants to see what EA's done with Formula One this year. I know that they've taken it off of Codemasters' hands to a degree, and they'll be doing some different stuff with their campaign. This will be the first year that I give a shit, so I'm kind of keen to see what what it's like this time around. So
3: what you're saying is you're an EA
1: show? Mm, To be advised.
0: (laughs) adam what do you uh what do you got going on in july
4: uh like everyone else stray because it's cats and looks cute as fuck uh there's a, a horror game called madison that looks very much like every other first person that's the horror one game. that
0: you told me about last month isn't it
4: <laughs> that is We've that is have this
0: conversation every
4: time. exactly right mate spot on that's the one good job remembering um but yeah so it,
0: what just just for people who haven't heard of it <laughs> you know, what is it again like it's a it's a horror game like what
4: Uh, It looks uh, similar to. Have you ever heard of uh, a very short game called PT? Ah, yes,
0: yes. Do you recall that
4: one? Yeah, it looks similar to. I think you'd really like it. Actually, you should play PT.
0: Thanks, mate. I'm actually surprised I haven't heard of it.
4: Yeah, yeah. It's. uh, Yeah, it was a bit of a cult classic, you could say. Uh, But yeah,
1: mate, for (laughs) Dio (laughs) Okay, what a champion! What a champion it
4: is. Um, but yeah, I mean, if I get around to it. Did you make that up, by the way?
1: Like, okay. or, did, or did you hear? I that did. Somewhere? I was just that's, happily sitting there at the start, swinging my cool. thumbs. That's very Maybe good. it's subconscious. I've seen it somewhere. I don't know. <laughs>
4: it's such a banger. Um, I also spotted a game called Escape Academy. That's a first-person yes. puzzle game um, that looks kind of loosely based on escape rooms and the, you know, that kind of that kind of jazz. And it's, yeah. I mean, again, it's another one that if I get around to, awesome. If not, I won't be too cut up about uh but my last one is called Loop loopmancer which is a cool looking 2d mm. action roguelike that's set in a, a, a cyberpunk world that looks very stylized and very fun so i'm yeah keen to give that one a raz as well yeah nice, that's Jordan. It for me
0: what do you got uh what's uh, on your radar in july
3: uh so obviously you know forza horizon 5 hot wheels dlc i adored uh the forza horizon 3 hot wheels dlc it's actually what got me to get the game uh, didn't give a shit about the fact that it was set in Australia. Give me Hot Wheels. Um, then uh, I've got, you know, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, much like Nathan here. Couldn't stand the second one. Biggest waste of money I've ever spent <laughs> in my life. I I think I collectively spent like $190 on the game because I got the limited collector's edition and I got the controller. And I was like, this game sucks.
1: I think you have to spend 120 hours just hoping it'll redeem itself.
3: Mate, I, I still have PTSD whenever I just think of Tora Tora. Yep. Like, just, just hearing that line just makes me want to, you a know...
1: egg-shaped football. Oh, yeah. my goodness.
3: Um, uh, Klonoa, you know, I, I played it when I was a, a kid. I'm very yeah. excited to, to revisit it. Uh, I'm sure it doesn't hold up very well, but, you know, I don't care. No, it does. Uh, I
2: replayed the second one recently.
3: Really? Yeah. Okay, that, that's nice to hear. Uh, and then Stray, because I fucking love Cats
0: cats and backpacks that's what you love yeah
1: cats and backpacks
0: uh yeah well for, for me as Kieran said Wayward Strand easily the number one game of the month um Aussie made a little little adventure game there Madison I'm not not sure if you heard of that but that's on my radar as well what's
4: uh what's that similar to if you could if you had to if I had to press you for a oh, game that it's no, I should, I that it's like
0: cut this out. Cut remember that this game out you gave me called visage uh, it's sort I of do I of do remember yeah. that
4: one. Like, oh, for fuck's sake.
0: <laughs> um and I think the probably the third game is called Endling Extinction Is Forever. Yeah. Uh
4: which looks
2: kind that's of cool. a little so Fox I'm thing, keen to right?
0: Yeah, that, that's yeah. the way you gotta do you gotta defend the three cubs or something like, like that, I think. Mm. Um Yeah, it looks pretty cool. And and Stray. I'm I'm keen to see what uh, what Stray is all about. But that's that's my jorts for July. Nice. All right, let's um, I guess go into the other main topic before we hit the news. Uh, just very so, I don't know if you've seen the website over the past few days, but um, there's been some breaking news. Uh, go out.
3: Yep, we got bought out by uh, Australia.
0: We didn't, but um, I'll look out for any offers in the um, in, in the inbox
3: there. So we got bought uh, no, out by so... Australia. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anthony Albanese, it just is like, yeah, I'm acquiring you guys. it just an entirely Australian property.
0: Okay, fair cool. Um, so I was just doing some perusing the other day, uh, waiting. Waiting on some some stuff back, and I thought, oh, fuck it, I'll I'll check out what's going on on Fantastics website. And I noticed that the last time I uh, was on there, it was actually down for maintenance. This time, it loaded up. It was all new, like a whole new design. And in the top right hand corner of the website, there was a little, or like of the options, like of the uh, menu bar there. It had a little tab called volunteering or volunteer, sorry. So I went into that and I read this page, and I was like, this is interesting, <laughs> questionable but also interesting. So basically their ethos or their culture is based on this concept of or their concept of volunteering which is where everybody at the company is considered a volunteer. Now there are two types of volunteers at this at this company some that are full-time and salaried so they are paid volunteers uh, and then there's also unpaid volunteers. Now the unpaid volunteers get some cool rewards like, Free game codes, uh, which uh, that'll that'll hit right in the feels there, won't it? For a few of you. And, um, <laughs> Where's my copy of Prop Note? I can't and, imagine uh, working for free for game codes. <laughs> and participation certificates. Um,
4: yeah, well, none odds, of us have any of those.
0: That is an odd thing to um, to include, but sure, they've done it. Um, and then it says that. Uh, sorry, I should go to the website and actually just read it so I don't fuck it up. Um, but it does mention how, and this, they've done, they've done like a video for this that came out like a couple months ago or a month ago or something. So no one's actually seen it until, until sort of this week when it's become more of a thing. But, uh, it also goes on to say that part-time volunteering at Fantastic includes various activities ranging from translating to community moderating. Part-time volunteers can also, uh, also can offer their unique skills to improve our projects or create new special features. So I guess the question that sticks out the most here is that some of this stuff that they're discussing seems like it's part of the game design process. Whether it's, you know, while it might not be actually directly hands-on with the coding, um, it's still part of releasing and shipping and producing a game, like stuff like translation. So um, on that basis, it appears that they are using free labor if you want to go with a bit of a clickbait headline there so basically i wrote an article saying that they are calling for volunteers to help with their projects which is purely based on what i on the information on their website i then spoke to a fantastic person who i've been in contact with previously and they fantastic. Gave me a, i was gonna say they're
2: just all right i think
0: and they gave me a a short little um explanation about the volunteering program or whatever and it just said that what well, yeah it's it's not for the volunteers don't actually contribute to the code writing or to um um the development itself it's more things like like the localization again like so, so translation uh, and then community moderating there are several issues with this because obviously you know we know what the main one is and that's people getting exploited, being their work being used to for profit for another company without being paid or compensated fairly. Before we go a little bit further, what is your thoughts on this? Actually, no, 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 I'll, sorry. I'll, I'll give you, I'll read you the full statement they gave me first b- before we dive in, into that side of it. So basically, they then gave me a official uh, statement. It's quite long, so I'm not going to read the whole thing. I'll read little bits of it. But the statement that they provided me with is that if the. So essentially, the word volunteer comes from the Latin word voluntaris, meaning willing or of one's choice. And they say volunteering at Fantastic means that a person works willingly for a common cause. We consider all team members, including employees, volunteers. The idea comes from our own experience and inspiration. We, the founders of Fantastic, Edward, I think is how you say that, Edouard, uh, and Asian, Asian. Uh, consider ourselves vol- volunteers not only for Fantastic, but in every sphere of life. And then there's a video that sort of discusses about it. Um, they go on to say that Fantastic is a commercial org organization. They've contributed to uh, when they had like wild bushfires and stuff in Siberia. Team members went and helped put them out. Um, and they want to help people and improve the world. The most. Uh, one of the most interesting parts is a little bit further down, but they are going to say that that, that they have a hundred full time, hundred full time volunteers, employees based you know, across Russia, uh, across uh, a bunch of countries, um, and so yeah. So the most interesting part probably comes in 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 the final but uh, part of the statement where it says. In addition to tests, external volunteers, in brackets, supporters, help localise products into different languages. Last year, we ordered localization for prop night from a well-known large studio specialising in translations. As practice has shown, the result of their work was not so perfect. Most of it had to be redone with the help of our enthousi- enthusiastic volunteers. again supporters in brackets in prop night together with these supporters we found bugs dealt with cheaters and even organized our discord communities we always welcome new perspectives and even plan to recruit our most active external volunteers supporters for full-time work a good example is that they one of our first volunteers from the netherlands became a full-time internal um, internal volunteer employee uh, and more will be recruited so before we talk about the red flags or the questions that come from that bit of the statement before. Yeah. What's everyone's kind of thoughts on this? (laughs) So
2: Kieran, I I want you to start. (laughs) I knew you were going to say that. Um, (laughs) Even just from like that initial, that statement that you just read out, there are so many things that are wrong with that. A being that all of the work that they talk about their unpaid volunteers doing is paid work. Like, localization qa especially is something that's routinely seen in the games industry is not quote-unquote games I mean, they, development they, when it very they, clearly is and they is they heavily underpaid just, as a, they,
3: they literally gave examples of they did it before they just don't want to do it again
2: exactly um like localization even community moderating is like that's a community manager's job like that's a paid role in a game studio um so like all of that massive red flag also the whole like calling everyone a volunteer thing to me just screams like I don't see color that kind mm. of field of like mm. I can be shitty towards you because I'm shitty towards everyone or I'm lumping you all on the same boat so that I can be shitty towards you without you calling it out kind of Hello fellow
1: volunteers exactly
2: like yeah. no it's like no you are the same you're the same as these people it's just you know obviously we're recognizing their work and remunerating them for it um, so yeah. No, not a fan.
0: Nathan,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am. You are. We are a fucking cult. It reads like a cult's PR <laughs> statement, mate. It's like we're all part of a commune here, and we're That's all just make, make that this- up.
0: <laughs> i thought you're gonna say we are volunteers that's, that's what you're gonna say
1: uh, that was too obvious we've already established that they like using the word volunteer i don't know i'm we'll I'm supporter. very cynical with this because there's a lot of emphasis on semantics in this release particularly the word being emphasized volunteer. so i'm wondering what kind of gray area labor laws they're sort of mm. flaunting between singapore and russia and whatever other countries they got involved. But, you know, regardless, I don't know too much. But my only concern is salaries are also a form of quality control. And as a manager on this project, it's going to really suck trying to herd all these volunteers when you've got no real way of managing them. If they're, you know, based from home all over the country or, or where, all over the world, um, how, why would you waste tons of resources on, on manage, like herding cattle that aren't getting paid you don't really you can't account for the quality of their work necessarily like i I don't know i feel like with a salary there's an expectation without a salary it's anything goes so i think there's a question mark over the quality of the final project that's my thoughts
0: anybody else want to chip in
3: yeah it almost uh it almost feels like the equivalent of saying i will pay you an exposure because you know (laughs) part of their big draw as well is you know if you work alongside this game, your name will be in the credits so you can, you know, show off your work. It's like, that's not how it works, you know. Zach so pays me actual, exposure. D- yeah, but that's, that's a different <laughs> <time of exposure. laughs> I expose myself to him. <laughs> um, but, you know, like, you know, the, the, the work, like, localization, that is not easy. Like, for, for a lot of people that work in that field, they often are, you know, multilingual because they need to understand the language they're translating from and the language they're translating to to understand how to contextualize phrases and stuff like that. Um, And then in the other sense, when they're talking about how, you know, the community helped with bug fixes for prop night, and they want to bring that into the day before, it feels like they've learned the wrong lesson of how important the mod community is for like Skyrim and Fallout.
0: I just want to cut you just just very quickly. Nothing that they have said. So I was going to mention this, but I have sought clarification on exactly what volunteers uh, are Uh, contributing to the day before because they don't really they don't give examples The only examples they really use is for prop night so they don't expressly uh, state that volunteers are working on the day before's development i mean it's it's implied i guess but it's
4: not got got to be something there to work on for them to actually work on it There, yeah (laughs) fuck you um
0: but yeah, so Adam do you have anything with on this?
4: Yeah, I th- I I'll mm, I'm not a fan at all. I, I don't like the, the the buzzword volunteer. I think the like the premise behind it is lovely and all, but the fact that they have such a carrot dangling mentality to their non-paid volunteers just it it Yeah, it makes me incredibly uncomfortable the whole idea of oh you know if you put in enough free work for us there might be a paid gig at the end of it just is not okay especially like everyone else has said when all of that work should be paid in the in the first place it just it it makes me incredibly incredibly uncomfortable and everything that they've said in this release just instead of putting out the fire kind of fans it for me I'm yeah, yeah. Not a, not a fan of what's been said in, so far. And yeah, there's in, in a lots weird of red way, flags that we've already covered. Yeah.
3: In a weird way, it's kind of similar to how the industry loves to tell contract workers that, you know, if you work hard on this, you could potentially get a full-time job, except there's just no contract. To except pay they're not
4: getting paid in the first yeah. place. Yeah. It just, yeah, it's, it's definitely not a good look for a company that's already had the microscope on them for, for other reasons. So yeah, it's a bit worrying.
0: All right, so we've we've talked about the that we're seeking clarification on the contribution to the day before. I am in sort of two mindsets here. I don't inherently think that these are bad people. I think there is actually a, a genuine. Um, it's a neat idea. They're wanting to get their community involved in the project. I think that is quite good. Uh, I think perhaps maybe it's a lack of understanding, maybe um, not being maybe English first language might be a hurdle there. Uh, I don't maybe quite think they quite understand exactly what they're doing. I don't think this is 100% disingenuous. I think there is good intentions to a degree behind this about getting their community involved the questions are though is that is that they do as adam said they do entice and i did write this They do it's they are enticing people to come and volunteer to potentially come and work for them or you know to get paid for work this is a, a big well sorry this is a big project so the day before it is a triple a scale project as they've said themselves this is something that not other people have said this is something that they have said themselves this is a triple a level project they've got a relatively big backing from their publisher my why do they have to go to the community for these roles i don't have any problem with them going to the community for help and at the end of the day as i've written in the article if they have advertised volunteer roles that aren't being paid work and people are volunteering and, pe- and people want to contribute their time and their efforts and their skills and whatnot to that, that's fine. Like I have no, if that's what you want to do and you know what you're getting into, who am I to say you can't do that? You know what I mean? Like the question is the concern is, is it why is a AAA project advertising or wanting help from the community? That's probably where the area for me becomes concerning because it's like as as sort of like nathan pointed out the level of or the quality of work you could could go it could be anywhere like i guess when you're a salary you go through a process of being hired you know you know the team who's hiring you like they know what your work is what your skills are whatnot with this it could just be yeah i speak spanish and i'd fucking run it through google translate and i give it to them yeah now nah, it's all good bro like
1: um yeah, that's that's a lot of where my concern is coming so, from. Like, how do you guarantee that that quality control? So that's
0: that's the. I think that I think that's more the issue is the quality of work. I think it's pretty obvious. Like, it's pretty c- clear what they're saying. Um, I think it's wrong. I think I don't think that that they should be um, doing this. I don't think that, that they should be benefiting off free labor. I'm not against people contributing their time though. Maybe um, not to the, the maybe not, not to the degree that they are after. Is but I the, think. Like, sorry
2: the, to interject quickly, though. Like while you're still on that, though, is there an yeah. option for people to not volunteer their time? Like, is there? Is do they have a careers page where you can apply for an actual job? Or so is volunteering is there, the only option?
0: No. So there is a careers page. Obviously, there's there's no jobs. They do say this on their volunteers page. that The career uh, uh, paid volunteers, uh, their roles are limited, and currently there are no available.
2: Um, so if you want to work for them, you have to volunteer.
0: Well, is that not have to do anything. But like I if guess, there's no sorry. jobs, like if there's no there jobs... Like, there, like, but are there
4: actual, <laughs> like are there no jobs or are they hoping that there will be volunteers that will fill that space? Like that's... I feel like that's left a bit ambiguous, especially if there's nothing on the careers page yet they're asking for volunteers. That feels like... But well, That feels a bit I, See, I
0: weighted. think we, without a context or without an idea of the... I just feel like not knowing exactly what these people are contributing to, like, completely. I don't think it's fair to completely flame them as hard as some people have been. I think some headlines that have... Being generated off this information have been quite harsh and quite actually unfair. Um, there's one that literally the headline was, S- "Steam's most wishlisted game doesn't pay its workers," and that, that based on yeah. based on that headline alone, that is incorrect. Mm. That that is an unfair. It's, it's inflammatory, and, I'm, and I don't want to defend the people that are doing the wrong thing, but that in its but that headline is not correct. Um, so I think. Like no one's no one's forced to volunteer their time. I like I understand where why you would feel like you need to to try and get a foot in the door, but I just can't walk into fucking any company and go, hey, I'm going to volunteer my time and expect them to just take me. You know, do you know what I mean? Like I guess like internships are an, like are another good 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 example. A lot of internships are unpaid. I nearly did a hundred fifty hour internship when when I was at uni. Nothing was paid for that. I know it's different because it was working towards like a uni degree and stuff like that but this is not the only company that's that does this kind of thing so i just yeah i don't want to defend them but i feel like maybe the uh, the amount of negative feedback that's become of this is maybe not quite fair I think it's sense. only
4: disproportionate because we don't know enough, though, and I think, and that's with... why I don't want to
0: assume that like every single yeah, person but... working on the day before is not being paid. They're being chained to their desk, paid in. Hey, you know, you'll get you'll get fifty free game codes when the game comes out. You can sell them on. Yeah, that,
4: that's our that. job. You no, can no s- definitely. Sell them on Kingan. <laughs> that's it. Right? I don't think they should be dragged through the coals, but I think once you know, those headlines do start springing up. It's probably on them to then give a little bit more clarity and be transparent with exactly what's going on rather than just say, oh, no, you know, there's a variety of things that they do for us. I think there should be full transparency now for, okay, what do paid roles look like versus unpaid and give yeah. well, examples well, they have, for both. They have, they, they that have that but it's still... They've said
0: unpaid road, the unpaid roles are not contributing to code writing and the developing they've they've said development itself now i know that some but of those that so roles i know some of these so roles are part though. of it i don't think i don't i think that's pretty clear to me like to me that that is clear the people and i use this term with air quotes so don't take it literally as it is but making the game um like the coding and that sort of stuff they're all being paid for their work it's stuff that is and like, I agree, the the, pe- the people that are doing like the translations and the localizations and the bug fixing and the whatever and the, and the whatnot, they should all be paid, 100% should be paid. But yeah, I don't think this game is being built for free on free labor is what I'm mm. saying. Like to say that is, yeah.
4: No, and I wouldn't insinuate that either, but I think it's just dangerous to... Draw the line of where you think things should be paid for and where that's, they shouldn't. Like that, that's exactly what, it, yeah. What in their mind? But that comes mind... down again,
0: again, that comes down to the person, in my opinion. If if you know that you are not being paid for this work and you're simply happy to contribute, hey, I know fucking whatever, whatever language, right? Or I know something, or I know this, and I'm happy to. I, I want to get my skills, and maybe you can use it on a. Rhythm, yeah i i don't know i, maybe I get what you're saying or something
4: but i just think there's a slippery slope because they've already shown a precedent of it, them doing it before they they paid for localization they weren't happy with it that, so then they scrapped so, it and then went to something free so what's to say I'm, they won't i'm glad you brought that up like, that's
0: actually one thing i forgot but that is that's very odd it's very strange that they would say that, that they have paid for shit translation work and they're like fuck it we'll just get it for free um, that's what I mean. Like, that's why...
1: It's like, open source, baby. That's why I think
4: transparency... Yeah, exactly. That's uh, why I think transparency needs to be... At but the then forefront again, he gives a fuck about prop, right, so... Nah, yeah, that's it, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> but, yeah, the fact that they've already shown no, that kidding, they can move from a paid to then an unpaid model with something like that. I mean, I just wonder where they draw their line with I just what don't they think, this think constitutes being worth as, being paid for.
0: As bad as it perhaps looks that's my and maybe that's just my glass half full look at this but i don't think it's as bad i don't think it's good i think it's bad but i don't think it's as bad as it perhaps seems
4: is this you being like a angels advocate (laughs) this is so unlike you mate this is other side of the coin
0: (laughs) i just think it's pretty it's pretty clear that you're And again, I don't think this is right. They shouldn't be doing it. (laughs) But they've said this is volunteer work, and people are, like, people like if my if something that I was really keen on. I don't know how. I don't don't know what's a good example, but like, if a band that you know, if, if if a band came down to Melbourne and was touring here and said, "Hey, we need people to come and volunteer their time and help us set up the audio booth and do you know do sound work." You know, and volunteer your time, you know, we'll give you a t shirt. I'd fucking go do it if it's a band that I love.
4: Nah, I nah. wouldn't. I Well, that's, disagree. See,
2: yeah. See, the, the, the thing is like, yeah, you would do oh, it. On that specific example. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're, you're, but like, you know what I mean? You're right though, in like, saying you know that, that you know yeah, I mean, there's like. people out there that would do it. And if they do it, it's their choice. But also, this company shouldn't be opening their doors to that and setting that yeah. precedent either. Agreed. They're basically great. publicly so, stating that they don't value that work. which is wrong and and the more people that buy into it like the people that are willing to volunteer their time if they're buying into it then they're just perpetuating that precedent yeah creates a culture and creating that culture where that work's not valued and and i I
3: know they definitely didn't intend this with their wording in their response but it also sets uh a precedent which is something that developers have been dealing with recently the stuff like localization and community management isn't a part of developing a game exactly
2: and qa as well like that's that's how far they've they've, like essentially like if you if you can't afford to pay people to localize your game don't localize it if you can't afford pay people to qa your game reduce the scope so that you don't need as much qa like don't yeah don't go well this is the bar and we'll we'll get there whatever means like if you can't Mm. do it don't do it
0: yeah i yeah i mean I, i as I've said, like, as I've written in my thing, in my uh, articles, it's wrong. They shouldn't be doing it. There's lots of red flags here, questions, you know, sort of to tie into what Karen said, you know, the fact that this is a triple A size project, as I said before, this company should not be going to the community. Hmm. Um, anyway, let's, we've, we've gone into it quite a bit. So let's, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll move on. Um, we all agree it's a fucking shitty thing to do. Pe- but people are doing it, so people seem to be, be volunteering. Um, in other day before news, we had a screenshot for <laughs> the game in, <laughs> in Unreal <laughs> Five. So, um, and that's exactly how I felt when I like wrote that. Hey, don't worry about that. We've got a screenshot for you, baby. Look how good it looks. Look how all good those free tiers taste. Um, but no, have you seen the screenshot?
4: Yep, I have. The lighting mm-hmm. looks nice. It's, yeah. it's good. That's hard to argue.
0: It's very uh, like speaking with someone. I'm not going to name them. Um, it just it just blows our minds as to how a team of this size can can pull this off. And I, like, I'm apart. From Take it to a Naughty about, Dog and be like, like,
2: "You guys are paying people to do this. You'd be get, you could be getting this quality <laughs> for free." That,
0: that's like <laughs> that. Um,
2: that's like that meme. Fucking
0: what's that meme that? You guys are getting paid. That, no, that, yeah. yeah. Anyway, oh, not, from where the millers paid. or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. No. Um. I look. I'm rooting for them. F- oh, sorry. For the game to be good. I'm, I, I. I. I really am. But. Um. I just. Can it. Can it look that good when it. When it releases. Can it.
4: No. Okay. I,
3: cool. I. I. I think with a team like that, probably not. But Unreal Engine is definitely capable of delivering an experience like that.
2: I think when it starts moving, you'll know
0: well that's see that is um hmm. the mm-hmm. person i spoke with they were like sure it looks good but you don't know what it actually runs at it could run it yeah. like, two frames per second could yeah. could crash and blue screen your computer um instantly anyway time will tell i hope it works out for them uh, they need to address this volunteer thing properly and I, again like I've, I've i've sought some answers on what that means for the day before prop night whatever man who cares um but you know, I don't want fucking bums working on the day before, baby. I want that A shit. Give it to me. Give me that salaried fucking graphics, baby. Give Mate, if you want to ensure
4: the game's good, maybe you should volunteer and uh, yeah. just get in there and do it yeah. yourself.
0: I downloaded yeah. Unreal 5, so I'm basically, I know there what you go. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Put me in, coach. I'm uh, I'm good. All right, let's go to the <laughs> Nintendo Direct. So, oh, that's not even listed but, in
2: here. That's the one reason we pushed this podcast.
0: We did push this podcast. Um, what? Well, yeah, it's listed it? in there, mate.
4: No, it's not. Top top main topics. What?
2: Oh, it's at the top. There. It's just right, it's just old
4: Zack Daddy's bounced around the the, the doco a yeah, bit. Yeah. Okay. Have I?
3: Where? No, it's not there. Yeah. Well, it is. Someone, it's, deleted. someone deleted. Someone <laughs> it. deleted it. It's
1: literally the
0: first thing, isn't it? Here. No, anyway, it's not. Mate, isn't that what it was? The anonymous two.
1: dingo has been a. All
0: right, anyway, whatever. Well, the people listening are like, what the fuck are these people on? Let's quickly go through. Let's crack. Let's whip through headlines and then we'll talk. We'll talk direct. Uh, so Sony has announced three new headsets and two new monitors as part of their new InZone brand, which is targeting PC ever. gamers. What, sorry. Sorry, I didn't hear what you that said. Name sucks. Did I say something wrong? In Zone.
2: Yeah. It sounds like a cheap knockoff brand. It oh, does, it does really, doesn't it? really it does. um, yeah.
0: Well, Officeworks used to have a brand called InSystem, so there you go. Maybe
3: it's a I used to do a thing
2: called Incest, so. <laughs> oh,
0: God. Are you Tazzy? you Tasmanian? Um, Are you Tasmanian, bro? Right. <laughs> so I, think I think we have
3: our intro for the week. That is
0: fucked up. Um, right, so, Sony's got all lot of all mate? in supporting
3: PC
2: platform. Oh, yeah. Well, I forgot uh, we were both Christian at the time.
0: And oh my god. So, <laughs> all right, so they got three headphones. They got the Inzone H3, which is a wide gaming headset, 360. <laughs> you're just spatial still going. Sound, 140, 149. Inzone H7, which is wireless gaming headset, spatial, uh, 360 spatial, spatial
2: sound <laughs> Spatial? I can't talk.
0: 149.95. Inzone H9. God, it's a bum name. None of this um, is
2: registered with me what you're saying right now.
0: Wireless gaming headset that features active noise cancellation, dual connectivity, thirty-two hour battery life, baby, three sixty degree spatial sound, and a ten minute quick charge. Love that quick charge. Get around it. Four hundred forty-nine dollars for that. Then on the monitor side of things, you've got the InZone M3 twenty-seven inches. Love that one hundred uh, what nineteen twenty by ten eighty resolution. Uh, Seven hundred sixty-five dollars. It's got HDR though. So <laughs> sure. um, then you got the M9, uh. the InZone M9 uh, twenty-seven inches. That's 4K, whew. 380, okay, I fucked that again. Whatever, 4K resolution, um, HDR 600, a bunch of other stuff. It's $1,300, that is expensive, no one's buying that. All right, keen on uh, the PlayStation gear?
2: The um the reviews for that M9 monitor have actually been really, really good. Oh, really? When you look at the specs, Wait. it's not, not actually that terribly priced. So it's already out.
1: Well, oh, like all the I'm US out, but... outlets
2: have got reviews of the headsets and monitors, yeah. yeah. Ah, okay, there you go.
3: So I managed to find pre orders for pre order pages for the, the headsets. I couldn't find anything for the monitors at the moment.
0: Nice. Um how do they look?
2: I've I've, no, I've only seen the picture in the I it looks really like...
3: don't I don't like the stand for the monitor. Nah.
2: It's weird because like the... if you if you raise it and lower it, it's going like backwards and forwards because it's on that yeah, angle that is... at the back. Chunk. Right.
3: I, I'm, I'm interested to maybe see it was done maybe how it was designed run. by
0: volunteers all right um we've also got speaking of playstation ps plus essential games have leaked crash for man of Medan, and
4: arcade um, again
2: arcade again
4: kv sure. did you ever buy that yeah
2: i did at ah, launch and i haven't I, played it now it's free
4: <laughs> i was going to i remember like both guys. of us being keen on it and i didn't pull the trigger and now i'm glad i i didn't or we could play together so I can
0: justify yeah, the $40 I spent. <laughs> uh, also on, on the PlayStation side of things, the first games that are leaving the new PS Plus Extra Deluxe tiers uh, have been announced. So they're going to be leaving... Uh, do they say when they're leaving?
4: Yeah, so Shadow Warrior is oh, July 5th. Yeah, um, NBA 2K22 Shadow and Warrior. WRC 10 are uh, on august 31st and then red dead 2 will be september 20th yeah right so only four games but i mean yeah it's it sounds pretty soon i suppose in the asian market it's been out for over a month now and if they're doing monthly cycles i guess that makes sense it still seems a little fresh to be chucking shit off but i suppose that's from uh australian perspective so
0: like that like that is a four games that just are not like anything together, like all four different, different flavors, right? Like right there. Uh, all right. Gotham Knights has a, sorry, got a new character trailer, which is focusing on Robin.
4: It did. Yes. It's only about a two minute long trailer, but it shows that Robin is probably closest to what Batman, I suppose would have, would be in the, in the WB game, the Batman, arkham origins Um, so he's more stealth based he uses a quarter staff, uh, and he can teleport around using boom tubes from the the uh watchtower the big floating justice league base in the sky so yeah he looks he looks fun i'm still a bit up in the air with the, the game as a whole but we'll see very
0: nice return to monkey island got a trailer we well, maybe we'll leave that for discussion in a minute but uh probably the biggest news of the week Plague Tale Requiem is releasing on October 18. Which is... Yeah. I did. I think I did say on the potty it was August or October because I didn't think it would launch in September because Evil West is in, in September, but I didn't really think it would be October. I thought it might be August.
4: You think it's tickling too close to that big AAA well, October, time October of year? October
0: is um, October's getting pretty juicy. There's a lot going on. There's... Midnight Suns. Uh, fuck, I've got what's in there. Kieran, quick. Uh, what else is in
2: nah. October. Uh, Star Ocean of Divine Force actually just got announced for an October release date about 10 minutes ago. Yeah.
0: Really? Yep. Ooh, okay. Yeah, no one cares. Um, I'll take
1: that. <laughs> no one
2: cares. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, I mean that the nicest way. October
4: 22nd no, for that one, just FYI. No. No. <laughs> Oh, Midnight right. Suns, Overwatch two for spoken, oh yeah, for uh, for spoken, yes, Plague tale, now, Rabbids, oh, yeah. Plague Tale now, Mario Rabbids spoilers for what we'll talk about in oh, a moment. Dang. Gotham Knights, Scorn, um, mm. Reverse
2: yep. God, God of War probably, maybe. Call of Duty,
4: <laughs> Reverse. <laughs> Reverse. <laughs> was a, an interesting inclusion but okay. Cthulhu, but yeah, books there is of the ancient. There, there is a bit going on, and I'm Treasures sure there'll of be more too. that gets announced. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: but, yeah, so in saying that, it's fucking shockers. However, it's nothing like anything else. Again, a bit like uh, those four games there, like in uh, PS Plus, Plague Tale is not really fighting with anybody in that month for what it is, I don't think. Uh, however, no,
4: And I feel like the IP is picking up a bit of steam as well. I feel like I, as the, the weeks roll on, I hear people talking about it more and more, um, which I'm sure being on... Like PlayStation Plus being free there probably helped a great deal, but yeah, I seem to be hearing a lot more about that IP, which is cool. It's really cool.
0: Well, everyone loves the first one, so you gotta you gotta get around it, mate. Um, did anyone even watch the gameplay trailer? I started to, and I stopped. I stopped myself. Bit of edging, if you if you would, um, <laughs> for, for this game. So, watched maybe like a couple of minutes. And I was like, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it. But did anybody watch the whole thing?
2: I watched. I, I don't know if it was a stream I was watching and on, but I did start watching it and it Apparently like the frame rate was. Bomb. Yeah, the frame rate was like horrendous, and I was like, I can't watch this yeah. anymore. That is what you get when you get double A, baby.
3: That's <laughs> a, that's the console experience. <laughs> wow.
2: Um,
0: uh, anyway, I'm Kane, October 8, eighteen. There's uh, they re reannounced Wait. They Reannounced um, a collector's edition, or they made it another announcement of the collector's edition, which was announced a while back, but we're not still getting it. It's exclusive to Focus's online store, it doesn't ship to Australia. Shout outs to Focus, big fans of the show. Um, they also have a fucking art book that is in French only. Like,
3: fuck.
2: Like the pictures are in well, French, or well, just.
0: you the know text? what?
3: You should <laughs> learn, <laughs> you should, you should learn <laughs> French anyway, so you can volunteer that for Fantastic for the day before. Bullshit
0: when i fucking saw that anyway, i did pre-order uh, the heart of i think i might have said this before last week i pre-ordered heart of the heart of innocence i think it's called it's like a book based on that comes in french or english uh but anyway fucking,
2: i come in french like, or english <laughs> Oh, oui, oui. sometimes yeah, i'm like oui, oui.
3: you we know,
2: <laughs> I and that sucks because i'm neither of those <laughs> oh my god and then sometimes in english i'm like we oui, we oui.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Welcome back, Kieran. Fucking <laughs> excellent. In, um,
3: for, for those that don't know what he's talking about, he's talking about his baguette. Also, <laughs>
0: in, um, um, also I like what you did there. Also, in uh, October is High on Life. I'm not sure if you said that before. All right. Uh, let's go to the Nintendo Direct. Let's go through this because it's fucking hun- and we've been going a lot longer than I thought. I didn't think we'd talk about Oh mate, for that long, but that's no, what usually did. what happens.
2: Oh. <laughs> Holy shit! Well, there was, there's been two Nintendo directs to talk about. If you haven't spoken about,
0: is there two? Okay, I thought yeah. they were the same thing. Nah, fuck Zenoblade.
2: Okay. get out of here. Xenoblade, we can we can touch on that at a later date. Um, just touch it.
3: <laughs> I just say, it looks good. I'm excited.
2: Yeah, uh,
3: every so, it it it. That so thing, okay. Xenoblade.
0: So all right, so they showed off a bit of Xenoblade. I thought, I said to Karen, oh, is that that Devil May Cry Nintendo game? Oh,
3: made it three?
0: Yeah, that's what he was talking about. What yeah, the no, shit, man? <laughs>
3: okay.
2: and then, what did hey, say? He's just
0: having a go. Leave him alone. Then you said it's like, what did that say it was like? Something something. Anyway, I was like, oh, that's definitely not what I thought it was. Um, but so Xenoblade 3 uh, looks good.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Um, comes out the end of the month in July. Mm-hmm. Um, very nice. Got a direct. Right. So the other main direct, which is... Uh, sorry. Yeah. So which was like the direct mini, right? That wasn't... Yeah. That doesn't do with... Okay, cool. Yeah. So I didn't... I don't know anything not, about this apart from one announcement or maybe two, I guess. But uh, who wants to take a lead on I'll, whipping through yeah. the show very, very quickly? Because
2: uh, uh, Eleanor was kind enough to... Upload a, up. a, a recap on the um, on the old Well Played Australia website, um, which is which is handy. Um, but yeah, it was a, it was a direct mini, so it was just a collection of trailers and announcements and stuff for third party partners. Um, wasn't even a live stream. You could just literally like scrub through and watch what you wanted to when it dropped. So that was very exciting from a news cycle perspective, <laughs> trying to figure out like what everyone was talking about at the same time. Um, but it uh, it opened with a New trailer for obviously Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak, which we talked about, and they dropped a demo last night so you can demo the expansion if you want to. Did um, the demo on,
3: the on... Switch? The, the demo's been around for like a week,
2: yeah, just on Switch, I think. Okay, because the, the PC, the the PC demo's been around for yeah, I think that's did no, that start with Next Fest yeah. or something, anyway?
3: I, I think so, yeah.
2: Um, then they announced that Neo Automata is coming, uh, only five years late to the party on in October. Is another hmm. October game for at, you? At a
3: beautiful thirty FPS.
2: At a gorgeous seven twenty p thirty. Um, they uh, they announced a bunch of like I guess smaller indie ish games, which we probably won't go through like all of it at once. But there's quite a bit to go through if you want to look at like the actual video itself on YouTube. But um, more excitingly for a lot of people, Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection. Um, so it's a lot of games here. Yeah. It's a lot of games. It's like what's six, but there's more than six, right? Because there's lots of double yeah. ups. It's a massive yeah. collection of Mega Man Battle Network. There's games. more
3: hours here than uh, the order.
2: <laughs> I used to love these games as a kid, so I was really excited for this. Yeah, it's cool. Um, they they announced the it was leaked like way earlier, but they announced the remake of Pac Man World, which I'm very excited about because that was like a a classic on the ps1
4: for me and i guess a lot of other people i love Um, so much the setup of pac-man's family has been (laughs) has been (laughs) captured it's so funny to me it's such a great visual um
2: to monkey island obviously which got that that shiny new trailer and looks really really cool um so so that's quickly one i wanted to very very yeah just briefly
0: discuss because a lot of people were talking about the artwork for this game and i was like I hadn't really seen enough of it to sort of understand what they were talking about like i'd seen the announcement trailer but i didn't really get the gist of what they were talking about mm. after watching this i understand what they were saying it's very different but i'm down for it um yeah it's
2: great yeah
4: it's very double I fucking like love double it's like a, style it's like a mix of like yeah. lucas arts and double fine artistic yeah. style yeah yeah good call yeah um, i think it looks gorgeous i'm the this trailer. I've never played a Monkey Island game, and I put in our chat earlier that I now want to go back and play them so I can play Return to Monkey Island mm. because that trailer tickled me in all kinds of ways. So yeah, very right. you excited. You don't for that have one. to play them all. You, I'm probably, with
0: you yeah. Um, but if you can play them all, you should definitely should. But yeah, uh, um, like th- this, like just based on the trailer, like obviously we haven't played it anything yet, but it looks like uh they haven't skipped a beat here like, you know like like they haven't missed it still feels like monkey island which yeah. is good
4: still no date though so that's no date this year and only switch and pc from the looks of it yeah it's not for now the way they've s- talked about it it seems like it's going to be a timed thing with switch just coming first um, yep. But, I mean, the kind of game it is, I suppose if you can play it on PC, that's probably going to be yeah. where it's best. M- do you, but you mean it's coming
0: to Switch before P- PC or other consoles?
4: No, other consoles. Before other yeah, consoles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was going no
0: the way the would Switch they not Switch always, always on comes PC. first.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, after that was Myra and Rabbit: Sparks of Hope. We finally Ooh. got a release date for that coming October uh, 20.
3: You skipped over Blanc. Okay.
2: Uh, I'll, I'll go back to Blanc in a second. all right. Um, all right. Well, no, I kind of lumped that in with the indie stuff, but any like we can go back and you can talk about whatever you want to talk about. Um, but Mario and Rabbids is the most important one to me. Uh, it, it looks sure enough, fucking yeah. gorgeous. Yep. Um, and they've just refined the, the turn-based stuff so good. October 20. Um, they're doing uh, a seven twenty. Seven Yeah, uh, 540. Um oh, two yeah. <laughs> 280. Whatever you want. Um, the art, art style is that good it's going to hold up anyway, so shut up. Um, they're doing it they're doing a separate uh, showcase for it as well, which will have dropped uh, well before this goes out, so you probably know more than we do right now. Um They showed off more of Sonic Frontiers and like this is the trailer that they should have aired the first time around because it actually makes sense and is a little bit more clear on like what you'll be doing in the game. This um, is the open world one, yeah. Yeah. But And why you shouldn't play it. Well, that too. Um <laughs> But like, and it also, sh- they, like they've finally announced that you've that there are traditional levels as well. It's like, why didn't you yeah. lead with that? Like, why did you lead with this seven minutes of gra- grainy IGN footage where they just fucked around in a blank space for the entire time? Like,
1: But they even sidelined that within the trailer itself as well. They were like, oh, you can sort of step into this other verse. Yeah. Oh, classic levels. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so, Kieran, line. very, very quickly,
0: you were genuinely keen for Sonic this Sonic game yeah are you still
2: i'm i'm on? incredibly keen to play it i'm not anticipating <laughs> that i'll enjoy it good so is it, okay is yeah, it difficult yeah, cool. Balan wonderworld 2.0 i don't know if it's going to be that bad <laughs> um no i'm like i'm still like i'm going to play it as soon as i'm able whether that's a review or whether it's a day one purchase i'm going to i'm going to be there <laughs> with so my uh, my red shoes it? on Absolutely, Hell yeah. could be hitting a few punishment lists next year. I smell. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> um, a, a demo for Live Alive dropped as well, which is cool. Um, so you can play the first three chapters. <laughs> which, if they're defining the chapters at the way they, they did originally, that's like half the game. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, right. I don't know if that's what it is, but that seems ridiculous. Um, and also, your progress will carry over like all the other HD two D demos that they put out. Um, Dragon Quest Treasures got a, real, a release date that's coming on December nine, which is really cool. Um, the Portal Companion Collection dropped, like Stealth dropped during the direct, uh, and apparently it is technically a bit of a mess. Mm. Apparently it apparently has like low ridiculous time, load so times. Enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't. Again, kind of like a near. Like it's a bit late. Like I know some people only have Switches, but fuck those people.
3: I, <laughs> I I think Portal I wouldn't
2: choose to play a, Portal on a Switch if yeah, I had no, even a five pretty, year old PC, 2nd secondhand
1: I, Xbox Three Sixty. Oh yeah, would, absolutely.
3: I I think Portal makes more sense for the Switch than Neo because Portal kind of goes hand in hand with the whole cooperative aspect. Yeah, the, to a degree. True yeah. that the Switch has, but yeah, Neo is just I played on a better system.
2: Yeah. Um. I, also, they kind of reiterated that the Persona games are coming to Switch, starting with. Five Royal on October twenty first. Um, we kind of already knew that after Reiterated. the Xbox announcement. This well, was the announcement, yeah. This was It was
3: revealed like uh, later that day when they showed yeah. it on the Xbox showcase that yeah. it was coming to to every to other Nintendo. platform.
2: They were like, yeah, like within twenty four hours of okay. announcing it for Xbox, they were like, it's coming to all platforms. Is this the Minecraft oh. thing? And they I confused missed that. they confused people because I completely missed that too. it's coming to PS Five yeah. apparently yeah. on that day as well, like as a yes. PS Five native game.
4: Persona. Not Minecraft, hack. Persona. Oh, really? Sorry. I'm trying to...
1: Keep, I'm,
0: trying, I'm looking at the
4: fucking docker. No, no, trying, no. We've no, kind, of, kind of
1: jumped ahead. We've jumped ahead. Um, oh, okay. But we're coming back.
2: But probably the... like. Sorry. I was just going to say outside of... Um, outside of My Own Rabbids, probably the game that piqued my interest the most in this was Harvestella. Yeah. yeah which looks like it's coming from the same team, like CBU2, like the Bravely Default studio in terms of like mm-hmm. aesthetic. So if it is really them behind it, I'm doubly keen. But even without that, mm. it's just like, you know, farming Simis like Final Fantasy. So sounds like yeah, sounds, sounds
3: like sounds like a good time.
2: Yeah. Um. But yeah, the floor's open. If anyone else spotted anything particularly exciting,
1: was this the first time we saw gameplay for Minecraft Legends? I know we saw it in the, uh, the Summer Games Fest, but I think it was I think it was the first gameplay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I, I think they that.
3: had like a technically like a little bit of gameplay in the re- uh, announcement trailer, but n- nothing substantial.
1: Mm, hang on, yeah, I don't recall. When that it was came, very came like um, story focused that trailer. Yeah. Whereas this, would actually see how uh, characters are being moved around the world in a sort of third person over the, almost o- over the top view in yeah, a way. Yeah. So
3: they, they showed about like five seconds of that in the uh, announcement trailer. Okay.
1: Yeah, um, a little bit. I'm keen yeah. Can not see more? keen to see more? Mm. Nice. Uh, blank?
3: Yeah, blank blank looks really pretty. Blank looks blank great. Alpha.
1: Yeah. And Doraemon Story of Seasons is getting a sequel. Some more farming um, sim fun, you know. Yeah, anime world spin-off. I think that's the best of it. Nice. Yeah. All right, quickly
0: before we go to off topics very um to very briefly, we I'll give some shout outs. Uh, Ash did a review for a game called Moolander which actually looks which is I think we've spoken I play that we have spoken about before. What's that? I wanna play that game. I've got codes, man, so ah, come sick. see me. Yeah, right. <laughs> I meant to give <laughs> him I meant to give him to people and I actually forgot until Ash put up the review or sent through the draft. I forgot I even sent it to him. Um anyway, so he Moolander is uh okay. This is the first time I've checked out his uh, actual review and <laughs> the, the summary is the tagline is Derek Mulander centre for Pilots who want to fly good and <laughs> the summary is worth milking every drop the stakes, <laughs> spelt as in oh, meat, no. have never been higher. No. Uh, Seven out of ten for that. Uh, so the final thoughts wow. are Mulana checks every box for a unique, fun indie title. Creat- creativity in spades with mechanics that are, simp- that are simple to learn but fiendish to master. It's utterly charming with just the right sting of difficulty when it matters. Uh, God, he's a
4: dad, isn't he? Jesus Christ.
1: I love James this.
0: James old jimmy wood he uh put up a review for phobia saint dinfa dinfa hotel which is a game we have discussed before i think with jorts i was uh, a little bit uh, keen on this he's given it a five and a half he says the phobia saint whatever lives li- liberally uh from the best horror games sorry from the best of the horror genre but its unsatisfying core gameplay loop leaves you out out in the cold. A nifty camera mechanic allows for some entertaining time-bending exploration, and the game has a solid grasp of 2000's grunge aesthetics, even if the story at its heart is a little old hat. So, okay, uh, there are two reviews there. Um, Nathan, your Sherlock, anime Sherlock review is live. It is, yep. uh, Yeah, cool. That's... um, that's it for, for shout-outs. Let's go off topic. So Nathan, I, I want you to tell Karen what you think of Evil. Evil?
1: <laughs> that is some delicious shit. It is like the absolute most putrid, like uh it's so it's a very clean-looking show, right? Like really high production values, but with the writing of like a daytime soap opera, so it's just it it's it's brilliantly terrible, right? And I just can't not have more so was my was my analysis
2: was my analysis of touch by an angel but spooky like accurate
1: <laughs> eerily so like at the start i was kind of like oh you know maybe it's kind of got an x files flow but no i think no. you were closer <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's so it's addictive i don't know like it just it's not good and you can like in you can see in real time the things that are not good about it but you're like give me more
1: the the one thing I will mention is it was a very painful time sitting through. There is an arc in the first season I won't spoil, but it involves like an in cell shooter. Oh, oh yeah. Do you Was that not hard to watch? A, that was a terrible, <laughs> terrible episode, or just no, the it was story More line. than one episode. It was, was like it, three. Was it? Yeah, it was two. Because they have like it's it, they do their old sort of style of show where you get these arcs that sort of run across three or four episodes, but then they managed, rather than over twenty three episodes, they've squeezed it into like ten to thirteen. It's the weirdest format of that kind of show that used to dominate around the time of like Supernatural and shit being really huge. Yeah, that. It's a weird one. Good. The last or the
0: newest episode, I think, is possibly could be the worst. Is that episode? But you're enjoying three? it, I assume.
1: Yeah, I thought that was an absolute shit episode. Yeah, I've got to watch season two yet, so I'm a bit behind. Yeah. If I actually bother, I don't know if I want to. I kind of do. Fu- like it's. F- so it's not bad, but it is.
0: Yes. Like. So, we have...
3: So, it's like a dumpster fire that you can't avoid like your games. I really...
0: But it looks so good. want to watch Peaky Blinders Season 6 or whatever the new one is. Yeah. I think it's Season yep. 6. And instead, I'm fucking watching Evil. Like, yes. Oh,
1: that hurts. Damn. You
3: know what that sounds like? We need to start our well-played pledge challenge for shows and movies.
0: Anna needs an intervention, I think is what she needs. Um, oh, she's <laughs> she's eating it up? Yeah. Well, yeah. well, she doesn't think it's good yeah. either, but it's like, hey, we can watch a good show. Mate, I've... I'm having withdrawals, man. I have not watched a fucking foreign show. I have not seen a subtitle in, like, in months, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm not seeing a subtitle. I am. I'm fanging. I need to give me, some, give me some of those subtitles, baby. Um, Anyway, uh, I also started watching a show called Stan called The Midwich Cuckoo. Cuckoo? Cuckoo? Yeah, okay. Cuckoo. Yeah, another one. It's yep. fucking weird. Sounds weird. And I don't think it's Looks very so. good. Oh, I'm, right. in two, I'm in two episodes in and... Anna's almost. She's pretty much done. She's like, no, this is shit. This is rubbish. This is no good. It's like, well, mate, you've been watching it for three seasons. What do you know? Anyway, so <laughs> I'm like, let's give it one more. Let's give it one more just to see where it's going because it hasn't quite. It's it's gone somewhere, but it's it hasn't explained why it's gone there yet. So, give me one more episode to see if it explains it, and if it doesn't doesn't tickle me, then no. We're cut loose. Again, could we, could be watching Peaky Blinders, but no, watching
4: some other show. Anyone else watching should be getting on Peaky good? Blinders. The new season is very good.
0: Oh, mate, I'm, I'm, I'm stinging for it.
3: So, I made the mistake of watching the new Jurassic World. Oh, God. Uh, it is... I expected it to be bad, and it was worse than I expected. It is just two hours of wasted time The dinosaurs aren't even the focus of the movie. It's about fucking giant locusts. What's the point of a (laughs) dinosaur movie if you're not focusing on the dinosaur? You spend two hours watching a movie for like a one minute dinosaur fight scene at the end. What the shit is the point? It's terrible. On refund. Uh, And then on the inverse, uh, I've been rewatching an anime called Violet Evergarden. Uh, And I I forgot how much that show makes you feel like a piece of shit.
0: Yeah, right. Very nice. Anybody else got anything they want to share?
1: Yeah, a little bit of Umbrella Chronicles Season 3 for oh, me. I have uh, Yeah, look, it, it's an odd show, that one. It's a bit of a weird cookie. So, uh, for, for some of the listeners that may not be aware, of course, this is based on the comic by Gerard Way, the uh, My Chemical Romance frontman. Isn't it um, Gerard? Gerard? Gerard Way? What did you say? Yep. Gerard. Did I say Jared? <laughs> Gerard? Gerard? It's the Australian accent, all right? Jared. Yeah, so look, I, I, you know, I thought the first two seasons were like watchable, but I was never really that interested. For I think season three really pulls together the story and the characters, sort of pairs them off in interesting ways. So I feel like this is going to maybe fill the gap for me when um, Stranger Things inevitably goes away. So that was nice. And uh, just more One Piece in the meantime. Um, me and April are sort of our... Tradition every few nights, and we're about I think we're we've just passed the 700 episode marks, so we've still oh. got about 300 to go. I forgot how we're many episodes up to date. there are in that show, Oof, disgusting! Yeah, and it's it's really interesting because it's just a it's a it's long, it's long form storytelling, so it all ties together. Mm-hmm. Although that, that 700 episodes like, and they're still pulling references from like 500 episodes ago and stuff like that, so it's a lot of fun. Jesus. I'm keen for the uh, so like game like to come it's out, especially like Kingdom Hearts nowhere near as convoluted and falling in on itself. At least they've actually kept it consistent.
0: <sighs> nice.
1: That was a lot of off-topic.
0: It was a lot of off-topic. I'm um, just... Well, what's before we break away okay from,
1: what, from the What's movies. your old
3: movie? You know, your 90s the, movie? Yes,
1: I mean, the
0: old movie. but I really want to see The Black Phone, if anyone else is keen to... Yeah, boy. Check that out. Yeah, no, keen, to, keen to go see you that. should hit it's me up, mate. I got free tickets.
2: To the premiere. Do you really? What? Yeah, but that was like two weeks ago. What? <laughs> have you, have you, have you like, did you go? No, because I was like, "This looks shit."
1: No, no, I don't like Ethan
2: Hawke. I can't really. What?
0: Have you not seen uh what's the Destina- predestination?
1: Nah, yeah, predestination was a good one. Yeah, you suck. Sorry, he a <laughs> lot. Of, yeah, that's an interesting yeah, I one. Okay, because I'd take him over John Cusack. Oh, I'm not.
2: I've, I vaguely, I saw the the tail end of all of that talk and i'm not into it i'm not about to engage <laughs>
1: not, nothing against them they're just you know they're on the reserve bench they're reliable backups i'd work for free boy. for fantastic before i watched a movie with john cusack in
2: it
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: do you really think that that no, was harsher than anything i could I know, have said man you know. no um no so 90s movie of the week is the one i thought of off the top of my head because i gent. didn't come uh, prepared this week I'm going to give you a really obscure one. Have you ever heard of a film called Clay Pigeons? Yes. Yes.
1: Oh, okay. Fuck me oh, then. there you go. <laughs> With,
0: uh, Vince Vaughn and I can never, ever say his name, but your Queen. Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin. Well, I always say Yo Queen. I don't know why
1: Joaquin Phoenix. Yo Queen. Yo Queen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go slay, girl. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do I know anything about it? No. So do tell us. Um...
0: It's very old. I want to. Say, it's got to be. Well, that's the whole like point of the segment, man. No, it's got to be. Was oh, is it? Isn't ninety eight? According 98? to the wiki. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. What are the? Uh, what's the? Uh, what's the Rotten Tomatoes on that like?
4: Sixty one. So that's a, no, that's not not bad. A Zach Jackson ten. Well,
0: not too bad. But it's um, <laughs> uh, old Vinny Vaughn is a, just a bit of a loose unit. Like he is basically just in general. Um. So the little synopsis here on. Uh made one point eight million at at the uh, box office, so if I can bring it in the coin. But uh so, $2. so Clay becomes the prime suspect in an in an investigation. So Clay is your queen, your queen Phoenix, uh in an investigation and his friend Earl uh, after his after his friend Earl kills himself. Meanwhile he befriends Lester, which is Alvini, uh, a serial killer who kills Amanda Earl's wife for being too clingy, so um shout outs there for uh vinny interesting it, it's actually pretty cool it's actually pretty good um i do i do love me some vince vaughn and some your queen so oh god that hurts me every time <laughs> i say it
3: it's all right he's sitting Harali <laughs> I, was, I, was, I
0: was gonna say like what's worse your queen or hurrah or what
3: fucking Herali, that's what you called it hyrule hyrule
0: <laughs> Oh,
4: that's right. Yeah, that was a good one.
0: All right. Um, any other off-topics you want to discuss before we go home,
1: go to bed, wrap it up?
0: No, Maybe? Let's what all so, head
1: from I, here and head home. <laughs> think with Clay Pigeons you might be able to stream that on SBS now. Oh, you can, yeah. I just thought I'd have a quick look because, you know, oh, we yeah, keep sorry, saying, yes. hey, look at these sorry, movies. Yes. Where can you watch them? Um, SBS Now looks like it might be the go-up. is, I did not expect that, to be honest. So that is a, a good call-out. SBS Now has a lot, SBS On or SBS Now, whatever it's called, it has a lot of good stuff on, particularly foreign films. Brilliant so, just have a And of Just like that, winners. I'm
4: currently watching Clay Pigeons.
0: Have you watched um, Copland or anything uh, like that yet? I'm going to assume you have not yet, Nathan.
1: I've got them, I've got them all ready to go Good man. Just I haven't given them the watch Good man. so they are getting watched I'm proud keep of you. on me I will I will
0: Karen you got anything for us
1: I don't I don't think so cool yeah
0: actually one thing I wanted to talk about last week very very quickly if you do get a chance to I can't remember if I said this on the potty I think it was post potty uh but there people make games i think is what they're called they do documentaries on on video games on they do really studios good and whatnot like that recently they've done one on frogwares uh who are the ukrainian studio yes, based do. uh sorry and, and it's all all about the the russian attack and like the russian invasion and how they're coping and, and what they've had to deal with it it's very confronting very uh but it's good watching not in the in like a good hey this is good to to watch like good to yeah. see but this it's, is it's engaging you know, it's, it's um eye-opening you know for what we are here you know we're living safely kicking back and you know they're obviously doing it very 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 tough mm. um so it's definitely worth a watch to see what's going on
1: on a quick lighter note do you watch much of people makes games content no i have seen the
0: one with uh who's the australian studio i'd never mountains
1: uh yeah yeah we're not talking about florence and stuff like that and the abusive culture Uh, toxic culture rather i should say
0: i think i've seen a couple i don't remember exactly the ones i have i never
1: can they've only got 42 videos so so they normally take months to make these pretty high quality can they do
3: one for fantastic about the volunteers
1: (laughs) 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 it, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be under their radar so yeah but anyway um that that is a, a YouTube a YouTube channel I'd plug for sure.
0: Very nice, very nice. All right, let's uh let's call it. Let's let's go. Let's go. Thank you go. for uh, listening to this week's episode of the podcast. If you if you've made it through this far, love your work, shout outs to you. Have a great week. If you want to check out any of the content, go to wwwwill dot AU. Let us know your thoughts on anything. Do you volunteer on the weekends? Let's let us know for localization uh, purposes <laughs> look you know we want to tr- we want to get this podcast uh translated into different languages so if you're free let me into- we want to break into the know.
3: klingon seed
0: we'll give you free codes and actually you know, i'll give you i'll give you a exclusive participation certificate i am not Ooh. got one yet so let us know at um i volunteer at wellplayed.com.au
1: <laughs> yep good on you mate nice All right, catch us later. Ciao. Bye. Until next time. Bye.